everybody, welcome to a very special episode of 8-Bit Bites. Uh, it's Are we been... going to talk about my drug addiction? <laughs> what? <laughs> on this, a, on this a, special a very episode. special edition of you know, Family Ties. <laughs> Did Dylan clearly. die in a car crash? What? <laughs> this, what? <laughs> this is not your intervention, Colby. I'm sorry to sorry to tell you is in fact not your intervention. Um, that is actually an episode we are going to be recording on Friday. Uh, so feel free to live it up until then. <laughs> no, this is a very special episode of Eight Bit Bites because it's been too long since we've done an episode of Eight Bit Bites. But the band's back together. You've got me. You've got Colby. You've got Hans. So all the people you need for an episode of 8-Bit Bites, except Dylan, um, because he's off uh, interviewing someone. I mean, he's not actually interviewing it, but he's holding a camera while someone else interviews someone, probably. So... Uh, but, so he, he's not here today, but we are going to talk about uh, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. And the reason we're doing it is because the 30th anniversary of that game is today, tomorrow... We're not really sure. Um, Wikipedia says the 13th of April. Colby says the 12th of April. And I mean, I'll be honest, Colby is pretty uh, accurate and reliable. And I mean, what is he gained by lying, right? I just I just swore that I saw that it was April 12th yeah, somewhere. Be. I, like, I swear that I checked on Wikipedia like a week or two ago when I told you, hey, this is coming up and it was April 12th. I, you, and you, you, uh, you, to be honest, you have been saying the 12th as long as you've been talking yeah. about this. So what I did is I went in and edited Wikipedia uh, earlier this <laughs> afternoon and no one's changed it back Gaslighting yet. me. <laughs> I don't know, Cole says the 13th. If you go look, that's what it says. Uh, so where, where do you guys want to start with uh, Legend of Zelda? It came out, uh, like I said, 30 years ago this week. It was a Super Nintendo game and... Uh, Interesting enough, um, I think the place I want to start with is, is, I assume you know this, maybe you don't, it's in the show notes if you didn't, but I didn't realize that this was not canonically the third game in the Zelda series. It's often called Zelda 3, but it's not. Yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit, Cole? Oh, great. Um, this is, I think, when they started doing the kind of different timelines, if yeah. I recall correctly. Yeah. Um... And I, is Link to the Past still like, I won't say canon, but I swear that they kind of got away from Link to the Past. I, I've seen like a, like the family tree of, of Zelda games. And the only game that is maybe more confusing than this is the Kingdom Hearts games. So I don't know. What, what is canon these days, Cole? You know, I mean, when Disney can like wipe out an entire like 30 years worth of canon with just a, like a little Disney, like, whoop. I, I don't, I don't think canon really matters. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it wasn't, it was, they, they got away from the, I mean, they didn't really get away from the look of the game because it looks more like the first game. It's yeah, yeah, absolutely. it's just like a cartoonier version of the first game, but it is definitely not, it, there are no other side scroller Zeldas like Zelda two though. Correct. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, so I would say I would. I think it's fair to say, except for the 3D Zeldas, there are probably more Zeldas that look like Link to the Past than there are ones that don't. Yeah, um, because all of the Game Boy ones and stuff have a very Link to the Past look. Yeah, and when I, I think the thing is, is when I think about when I look at a game and it's kind of a little bit cartoony and it's got that kind of 
top down, like not quite top down. It's like a little bit isometric perspective. I immediately think of it. Oh, that game's like a link to the past. So, um, but yeah, I have gone to the wiki and looked at the Zelda timeline and it's scary. (laughs) Is this still the first one? It is. This is part of the fallen hero timeline that is in the era of light and dark. And a link between worlds might break some of a link to the past, I guess. So it's a fun game. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the spiritual successor to Link to the Past. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, but anyway, yeah. I, I mean, essentially, what they did is they they made two very very popular games, and then made a third one that was set before them. Um, it it. I think the thing, interesting thing too is when you talk about like popularity of a game, um, through like 2004, I believe, A Link to the Past has sold 4.61 million copies, which is a lot. It's is not, it though when you consider Breath of the Wild's 23 million? Yeah, you know, and, and, there, and, were, that's, and there were 40, there were 49 million SNES SNESs made. Right, so yeah. you're looking at a 10% attach rate for a Zelda game to a Nintendo console. But doesn't it feel to you, like, as, as people... Like, so this game came out when Hans and I were, like, uh, probably, like, our first year in high school, essentially. Yes, and so uh, Colby would have been, like, last year of elementary school, first year of junior high, probably. 92. I, mean, I, would, I would have been 10, so... Yeah, I, okay, I so <laughs> solid I, I in elementary school. <laughs> fourth grade. Yeah. Um, didn't it seem like growing up that, like, I mean, this is a game that you can reference and everybody knows what you're talking about. I mean, and it seems like everyone I know that plays video games has played it. So do you think it's kind of weird that it's only 4.6 months? Do you think that it's, like, a lot of people have played it since then, emulated, a lot of people have played it, you know, I borrowed it from my cousin, you know, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. I think well, a lot you know, of people emulate rentals. SNES games. Yeah, yeah You know, rentals, that's actually something that... We don't think a lot about now, but I mean, as weird as it was, I, there were a number of games that. Well, how did we play it first, Cliff? I don't know. We rented it. Did we? Yeah, we rented did you a rent Super Nintendo with it. Yep. yep. There you go. <laughs> nice. We rented a Super Nintendo, and uh, Mom was in the hospital. Oh. Um, and we rented dad rented us a super nintendo and link to the past was that when we got the 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 super nintendo and this and un squadron or was that Could another time i don't know yeah i just remember i just remember link to the past because i i have a very like vivid memory of when the triforce comes in in 3d oh, yeah. like being like whoa wow. yeah. and then when it was raining in the game just being like graphics just don't get better than this and probably never will <laughs> probably never will yeah and, you know it is, that is kind of an interesting thing though to say is that this was the first super nintendo game that used i believe the uh eight megabit cartridges so you actually had a full megabyte of uh like space for the game um most super nintendo games up until this point only used half that much space so there really was like a little bit of extra oomph in in those graphics um but they did a lot of other tricky things to like uh make them look better than they did too they saved a lot of storage by essentially having the light world and the dark world be identical except like Mm -hmm. you know for essentially texture flips so And yeah. they only had so many colors. That's why Link's hair is pink. Yeah. Because yep. they change him into a bunny. <laughs> yeah, <that's how laughs> totally makes funny. sense. Yeah, they, they had access to, I think, uh, 
X, you know, X number of colors. I don't know what that number is, but they only used half of those in order to save space. So it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy, like, the things they used to have to do to, to get this. But I, I do remember back in the day, like, renting RPGs from, for Colby and I, it was a place called Good Time Video. Like, Blockbuster didn't come in until a little bit later. Um, and then, like, hoping if you could rent them again, like, the next weekend that someone wouldn't have, you know, erased your save so you could play like, these long RPGs over over time. Because, I mean, like, it sounds, it sounds kind of dumb, but, like, nowadays we just have so many games that we can play every single time. But, man, like, when we were kids, like, you were lucky if you got, like, a cartridge for your birthday and another one for Christmas. My, my birthday and Christmas are really close together. So, you know, that was... These things... Yeah. pricing wasn't like it is now where all games cost $60 um, or less. Like you could go and, and some of these games would be 75 bucks in, you know, yeah. 1992. I think Chrono Trigger was 90. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, and think about what that is in, in 1992 money. Like that's, mm-hmm. I don't know, 150 bucks. I don't know. It's a lot. So, so speaking of that, the, uh, the first Zelda game was the first game to have a battery backup built into it. So yeah. the first Zelda on the NES. So it's a stepping back there. And the second one did too as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you So I mean, moving on from there, Dragon Quest and all those did. So this is a this is a a, a a an opinion question. Do you think it was a mistake not making the Link to the Past cartridge gold? Would have been pretty cool. Would have been really cool, right? <laughs> Were there any gold cartridges on Super Nintendo? I don't believe so. In fact, most of them, uh, when Hans held up his Killer Instinct cartridge in our last podcast, black. that was one of the few that wasn't just gray, as I recall. Um, so, like, it those, was those, gray. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the original ones are green. I love the gold in the in the original ones. I think that's that's super cool. Um, I don't know. Uh, so what, what do you, what do you remember about playing that when you, when you first played it called? Do you, do you have any memories besides renting it and, and, you know, being blown away by the intro screen? I like from that point, that time. No, I don't remember anything other than being blown away by the intro screen and the rain. I don't remember anything past that. I remember later on when we bought it yeah. because you got final fantasy three yep. and I got, uh, Link to the Past because like it was a slightly easier to understand I yeah. think for a you know ten year old yeah and it wasn't until a couple years later that I'm like oh Final Fantasy you know three tell yeah. me more yeah um but yeah no I I I the the one thing I do remember is for the longest time it was my favorite Legend of Zelda but I didn't beat it until maybe eight years ago ten years ago that was the first time I ever beat it. I will I will confess as as a person who hosts their own video game podcast I have never beaten it and in fact I have barely played into the dark world I've played the start to when you flip over to the dark world bunches of times I don't even know how many times a dozen and mm-hmm. then there's there's like some puzzle there that like I, I think it's probably one of those where you have to like switch back and forth to the dark world and there's something there in the light or in the dark that you use to get past it. And I just always get stuck there and always go like, ah, I'll figure that out next time and then don't pick the game up for another like five years and then go like, I don't, I don't remember what happens. There's temples. Yeah. Um, so. I often get to the 
probably third or fourth world in the dark world before I'm like, well, you know, like I'll play something else. Um, and that's what I did for the longest time. I'd play, you know, probably 10 hours into it. Yeah. And then just start another game and then play another 10 hours into it and start yep. another game. And it was probably wasn't until I was 25 to 30, somewhere in there, that I, I literally just sat down and beat it. How, uh, how long is it? Do you know? Do you remember? It's not long. I want to say it's like 15 to 20 hours. <laughs> so I, I've just been robbing myself. Uh-huh. How, about, how about you, Hans? Do you remember playing that when you were like, do you, do you remember playing that when you were, you know, like in 92, 93? So no, I did not have a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo back then, right? That's so a fantastic get... reason not to remember. <laughs> so yeah, I was a Commodore 64 and then PC kid. So, I mean, I remember my friends playing it. But I didn't actually play through it till probably my college age years. Wow. Have you beaten it? Oh, back then, yes. Yeah. So 25 years ago, probably. Once. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, the internet says 15 hours-ish. So. Yeah. yeah, that'd be right. I, uh, I think the funniest thing is my most... The, the way I remember playing that game most is actually um, in probably 2000... Four, maybe um, I soft modded my Xbox to uh, play emulated games and I emulated that and got to the same place like I you know got through everything got to the dark world and I was like I don't know where to go next um, but that's probably actually my most I you know I probably have picked it up and emulated it somewhere else like I haven't had a Super Nintendo in well, ever really I mean like I left home and haven't had a Super Nintendo since then so anytime I've played it past 1997 was was emulated so but I, I really distinctly remember playing that game oddly enough on a on a soft modded Xbox so uh, I'm gonna be very honest as a guy who comes along to podcast oh on for the Game Boy Advance nice um this was not my favorite right what's your, what's your favorite uh, Zelda game Ocarina I've never, so I mean that. I guess that's the other thing I can say is the the Zelda games I've played: one, two, Link to the Past, Breath of the Wild. Nothing in the middle. Well, I have played like a couple wow. of the the you game. Played Boy some ones. of the DS ones. Yeah, yeah, but like mainline Zelda games. Nope, haven't ever done it. And I've thought about since about going back and playing it, but some of those middle ones are really long. They're like 40, 50 hour games. So are they? Yeah, yeah. I want to say that I, I remember looking into it and thinking that they just got steadily longer. You know, like the the one problem is is that they're kind of hard to do. Like yeah. they're not. You know, it's like you can't get them on your Switch. Yeah, it's, you yeah. Know. You have to emulate them. So. Get out your Wii, Cliff. Like, you know, I think I still have one somewhere. Probably. Can you imagine playing Wii on a like sixty-five inch TV? <laughs> it would look terrible. <laughs> Nah, I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, one thing I did want to talk a little bit, because I, I read this yesterday, I thought this was really, really interesting about the localization of this game. Um, and part of part of the things they did is r- removed all um, religious references. And, and that's not just like, like you know, it, it's not like your average religious references. It's literally uh, the Triforce is the Triforce of the Gods in the Japanese version. And they removed that because Nintendo of America at the time had a, you know, rules. Like their their content stuff was you couldn't have religious references in games, um, part of their content guidelines. So they removed that. Um, 
a lot of the things, uh, you know, like things that take very place very obviously in uh, like a Christian temple has had all of the religious symbology removed. Um, there's a font that has like Hyrulean stuff in it. And it had uh, like an Ankh and a vulture, which are uh, like Egyptian hieroglyphs that have religious meanings. They removed those from the font. It's, it's super weird. Um, so the guy, I, I, you know, I, like I said, it's been so long since I played this. I'd kind of forgotten that like Ganon is the, the bad guy in this game, but he's not really the guy you're fighting. Ganon's been like, you know, tucked away yeah, somewhere. Amagaman or something? Yeah. Uh, Aga. So, I don't know how you so, pronounce this. Aganim, probably? A G A H N I M. In the quick. Japanese game is a, is a, uh, is a, like a, a sorcerer. Um, or, or I'm sorry, in, in, uh, in the, in the Japanese game, he's actually, uh, was implied that he was sent by the gods, uh, that he has like, you know, like celestial origins. And in the game in America, he's just a sorcerer. He's just a wizard. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. That they pulled all that stuff out though for, for the American market. So real quick, what was Crystallis's original Japanese name? I don't know. God Slayer. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's just it's interesting to me like how different some of the uh, the differences between uh, the well, Japanese and American market are. It became a real problem with Castlevania. I want to say because like Castlevania, like I don't know, how do you fight a Dracula without cross? crosses? Yeah. 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 Um, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. Um, should we talk a little bit about the Easter egg in, in Legend of Zelda? Oh, yeah. What was the kid's name? It's so weird. So Nintendo Power had a... It's like, first of all, like, man, Nintendo Power. I really, really miss Nintendo Power. It's yeah, I would go to the library to read those when they came out. Oh, Even not having a Nintendo. It was so good. I mean, like, such a, such a funny... <laughs> I mean, it was an advertisement for Nintendo. But, man, I was there for it. I was so there for it. Man, uh, all these games are getting really good reviews. It's so strange. <laughs> but I just loved the idea that, you know, it existed. I love that they had those, like, folks you could, like, write into and ask questions about video games. Like, ah, oh, amazing. Um, so there's a guy Nintendo. named Chris Houlihan um, who won a prize to be in an upcoming video game, but they didn't uh, they didn't um, tell you what video game it was. So to enter, you actually had to take a photo of a war mech, which is a, a hard character in Final Fantasy. And uh, so he entered and he won. And so there's a hidden room in Link to the Past that contains 45 blue rupees and a greeting from Chris that says, my name is Chris Huleman. This is my top secret room. Keep it between us. Okay. <laughs> and it was actually like a catch-all room that if, if uh, you as a character tried to go somewhere that um, either you weren't supposed to go to or that would let you like fall out of the world, it just teleported you to Chris's secret hidden room. Um, and that's how you got to it. It's super weird. Uh, I think they said that they ultimately found like four or five different routes to go into it. Did you like, have you ever been there called? Like, did you know about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I beat it, I man, I got in there cause I think I, I knew about it, but I'd never done it. So weird. Um, but yeah, I managed to get in there. I, uh, they patched that out. You can do it on this NES classic. That room no yeah. longer exists. Oh, I see. And I thought you could do it on the SNES classic cause it's emulated. 
No. So they so when they did the GBA port and other ports, they they got rid of the glitches that would get you there. Oh, it's a bummer, right? So you can only see that on a real SNES cartridge. <sighs> well, or a rip of a real SNES cartridge. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I could have seen that on my Xbox. <laughs> oh, love it, love it, love it. Uh Let's see what what else uh, what what other things do you want to talk about about Zelda? I like it a lot. God, it's <laughs> well. So I think you know one of the things I take away, you know, is you know while this isn't my favorite, this is the game. You know, the first Zelda gave us the the music, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the yep. Zelda song, but this one gave us Zelda's lullaby, which is carried on through damn near every game since then. Absolutely, the fairy fountain theme and the Hyrule Castle theme. So this is the like three of the four biggest songs that I would, you know, when I hear it, I go, "Oh, that's Zelda." Yeah, came from Link to the Past, right? Yeah, so. it's got some fantastic. Like the Zelda series is is very much like um, like Star Wars, where you know they can remix that, they can you know tweak it around, whatever, and it's still. It's still Zelda. Like, they're still the roots of, of what makes a, uh, a Zelda game there. So this is completely off topic. What was the, the essentially Link to the Past MMO called? Wait, what? I played that so much. There was a, a, a like, unofficial, like, kind of, it had a ton of, like, Zelda graphics and everything. And it was like a MMO that I played a ton of. Um, and I cannot find it, and I cannot remember the name of it. And I was hoping someone would remember it. I do not remember that. I want to say it started with a G. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Huh. It wasn't quite Zelda, but it used a ton of the assets from Zelda. Huh. I I have never heard of this call. <laughs> I played it a ton. Um, it was, it was, I, I keep wanting to say like, you know, something of Gaia, but I'm thinking of that, that might actually just be that game instead. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm now like, I can't find anything on the internet about it. Huh? Super Hello listeners. If you know what the hell I'm talking about, please <laughs> let me know. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. I, uh, yeah, no, I think it's. Where where would you rate it in your so you you said it's not your your favorite Hans do you where would you put it? You have thoughts. I have thoughts. It's looking at the list. I mean, you know, it. There's the nostalgia brain talking, and since it's SNES and Net, you know, the NES that probably puts it pretty high. Um, I was not a huge fan of Wind Walker, and I hate Breath of the Wild, as you guys know. <laughs> Um, Twilight Princess was meh. You know, I. Where did you play Twilight Princess? Where I don't remember. Did you play it on the Wii? Probably yes, I must have. Right. Because I hated it on the Wii, but when I played it on the GameCube, I absolutely loved it. Huh. I can't remember. I'm gonna have to go back and look. See Interesting. See which console I have it for in my collection, because that would have been the one I played it if, on. If it's on the GameCube, I think it's actually worth quite a bit of money. Oh. Well, then probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be that lucky. No, I mean, so, like, 
Ocarina is huge. Um, but, you know, Zelda 1 was huge. I don't know. I mean, it's okay. It's up there. Yeah. But, you know, so real quick while you guys were talking, I looked. The original Zelda only sold, you know, six and a half million copies. And the NES, when it was selling, only sold 68 million consoles. So oh, wow. it, it's it's still about a 10% attach rate for that game to the console, which is surprisingly low to me. Do you remember at the, like the first year of the Switch that uh, Breath of the Wild had a higher than 100% attach rate? <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't understand that. I well, let me never understand that. Let me yeah, Cliff will tell you. Let me explain how it works. See, if you buy a Switch and then you lose your Switch when it has Breath of the Wild in it. Oh, no. Yes, I remember. On the plane, I remember yeah. this. I mean, I guess that would actually just mean that I had a 100% attach rate twice. So maybe maybe that's how it is. I think a lot of people actually these days will buy one to like keep in the wrapper because they think a game that sold 100 million copies is going to be worth something someday. I but. think what it actually was is that uh, for a while you couldn't get Switches, but you yeah. could get the game. You could get the game. And so people that, were that buying... But it was. I would. I'd like to hear what before we move on. What Colby thought, where he puts this in his li- yeah, ranking because this was his, he wanted to do this. Was it Grawl I don't know. online? Call Grawl. That is what it is. You're where welcome. did you find it? I don't know. I just. I'm really good at Google. Call. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I hear. Um. Yeah. No. Grawl online. I played a ton of. Still exists if you want to go play. It like I got it on my phone not too long ago. <laughs> And I never it's played so it. Weird. <laughs> it is on the phone, though. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know because it is probably one of my favorite SNES games. Um, that That's- Final Fantasy three and Chrono Trigger are like. If you told me which one to choose, it would be my kind of like Sophie's choice. Um, <laughs> I think I'd have to go Secret of Mana over my Chrono Sophie's Trigger, but choice. that's just personal. Yeah, Secret of Mana is pretty good too, but I got I love Chrono Trigger. Um, but the problem is, is that like since then you've got all of the 3D ones that I also really enjoy, and I don't know if I can really put say like I really enjoyed Wind Waker. I can't really compare Wind Waker and uh, Link to the Past. Um. But it's probably my favorite Zelda, I would say. Yeah. It's, it's the one I go back to the most. It's 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 really easy for me because I've only played four of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I also have a fairly strong dislike for Breath of the Wild. Um, Zelda 2 wasn't wasn't for you, Cliff? You know, I Oh, you haven't played it recently. Oh no, I have played it recently. Oh actually. I'm, I'm sorry. Um I I remember loving Zelda 2 as a kid. But like I said, that was, you know, that game where we actually said it was not in this podcast. I said in our last podcast where you would walk onto a screen, kill two slimes, go back out of that screen, walk back in, kill two slimes, walk out of that screen and do it for hours because you needed, I don't even know what. What? I think it was money. Yeah, but what what did you spend rupees on in that game? Like they gave you a sword, they gave you a shield. Could you buy a better one? Yeah, I think you could upgrade stuff. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, 
I played I Zelda two for a long time was like I'm like it's my favorite one, yeah. and then I replayed it. I'm like, oh wow, uh-huh. like, yeah, this is this isn't good. I I replayed it recently on the Switch where you could actually turn on like God mode in it, and I don't I honestly don't know if I could play that game without God mode on. It is no. shockingly difficult. Like just I, I had to. Difficult. Oh, it's not God I mode. I, I lied. Actually, it, it's not even God mode. It's that they. Just upgrade all your hearts, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, they give you the end game hearts. And it's still really hard. Like, the hitboxes yeah. are all wonky. Like, really difficult game. So, yeah. yeah, definitely Link to the Past is absolutely my favorite. But like I said, I've, I've only played four. So, <laughs> You so played uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, that's the Game Boy one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's okay. It, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I liked it. Um you can send it back to me at any time. I, yeah, I'll have to find it first. Um, yeah, it's around here somewhere. It's. I mean, it's good. I just don't think I liked it as much as I like. It's probably... I mean, at this point in the game, it's probably the second best one I've played. <laughs> you like Spirit Tracks, didn't you? Is that the one on a boat? Uh, no, that was the one before Spirit Tracks. I don't think um, I played Spirit Tracks. Then. I played the one on the boat, and I did not care for it. Spirit Tracks is the one on a train, isn't it? Yeah, I've never played the train one. Uh, all I remember was that one is that there's it was on the 3ds and you had to do the ocarina by blowing yeah. into it, and that is real hard and awkward to do on a train. Yeah, and not look like a crazy person. I can I can see that. I can see that. I think you should also mention Colby that you have an ocarina and you can play it. No, no, I have a. Melodica, oh, I, and you can and play can the play song it. from. I thought you actually had an ocarina. Hmm. Every once in a while, I'll see one of those and think, "Oh, that'd be a cool thing to have." And then I'm like, "No, that would not be a cool thing to have. <laughs> it would absolutely not be a cool thing to have." It depends on your definition of cool. Well, so like going back to, because we were we were all debating the timeline. I found a website that breaks it down. I'm going to read this real quick because right. it's kind of crazy. So it's three separate timelines. They all split from Ocarina, which is the start. Wait, so what? One timeline. The Ocarina is the start of everything. Okay. One, one time. The first timeline ends with the Hero of Time's defeat and leads into a link to the past, and eventually the first two games in this series. In fact, the second game, The Adventures of Link: Zelda Two, is actually the last game in the series, chronologically speaking. So it goes Ocarina, Link, Zelda 1, Zelda 2. And that's the dark timeline because that hero, the Link gets defeated. We can just agree that this is stupid, right? Like, I mean. Oh, I agree. Oh, it gets better. The second timeline is the hero of time is victorious and sent back in time as a child. This timeline leads to Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, and the Four Swords Adventures. Now, I will say. That I am now reminded of Majora's Mask, and I did very much enjoy that one too. I totally forgot about it till just this very minute. That's one of the mainline games I've never played. I remember enjoying that quite a bit. So then the final possible timeline is the Hero of Time defeating Ganon, but remaining as an adult. And that is where Wind Walker and then all the, the new games span from. All right. So Ocarina of Time is the starter. Mind bent. I don't. Is is that more or less confusing than the timeline of say Fast and Furious? <laughs> is the Fast and Furious not in order either? Oh, I don't. 
why why can't we just make a game with sequels? I, like to me, like either either you do the Final Fantasy thing where just they're all kind of in a similar, maybe the same world, but none of them have anything to do with each other, or they're linear. Like there should not be other options. Like, but we all love prequels. You know, I guess prequels are fine, I guess, but shouldn't there just be one? Like to me, like you don't you don't make a prequel series. You don't there's no there's no world where the first game should ever be the second to last game. Like that's it's fine. It is what it is. Anyway. I told you it was gonna break you. I don't I don't I like it. I should have. It's okay. It's okay. All right, you guys have any other thoughts about uh Zelda before we, we sign off on this? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. We have a question from the audience, which is a weird thing to say on a podcast, but Brooke's been sitting here the entire time. We're going time. live to Brooke. Live to Brooke. Brooke, answer your... Here, let me... I'll put the microphone in answer her your general question. direction. I'm just curious on a scale of like one to ten, how upsetting it is when people, perhaps me, who didn't know, call Link Zelda. <laughs> That's a very valid question, because actually. I didn't know there was... I mean, not playing the game, I didn't know. But yeah. it seems to... Sorry. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think that's actually a very a very good point, is, <laughs> is you know, uh, Link is the, the hero of the game. You know, you play the game as Link, and you are rescuing Zelda. But I think that there are uh, a lot of people that make that... Uh, get that things confused. I I don't care. Um, do you guys no, have... <laughs> do, you, do you have a... Correct no. the mistake and move on. Don't gatekeep. Oh, right, but I, I I might not even correct the mistake because I just don't care. I, I guarantee you, though, with ten seconds of of searching on YouTube, I can find someone who is furious, unreasonably furious oh, about that. Oh, you won't even take you ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. You, you. I, I would say as a as a woman, you should probably never wear a, a Zelda T shirt because all you're going to do is open yourself up to. To that question. Not great. It's not great. So I've got ten trivia questions to ask you to figure out if you actually like Zelda. <laughs> I I would hey, fail. That's a Nirvana shirt. What's ten of their songs that aren't spells like Teen Spirit? Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Alive, Even Flow. Um, <laughs> Black Hole Socks. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Thank you for uh to listening to us rant about a video game we we all love. To some degree, I mean, I, th- I think it's it is a. I love the series. Oh, and you know, before we end, that's something I wanted to point out. You and I kind of talked about in the um, in chat a little bit, right? So the Zelda games were um, Miyamoto, who is the god of Nintendo, right? Yeah, yeah. He, all the Nintendo games and um, Tezuka, yeah, Tek- Takashi Tezuka, and between the two of them, I you know honestly, I was telling Cliff this. I think that's what. They are the secret sauce of Nintendo. That's why Nintendo is Nintendo. They're the reason that Nintendo gets a pass on nearly everything they do nowadays. And I go like, I don't know, that seems kind of lousy. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they built Nintendo nostalgia. Yeah, they did. They made Mario. They made Zelda. They made Donkey Kong. They made, you know, it, they made more Metroid. For God's sakes, Tezuki was the guy who made Metroid. So Do, it, do, do you, you know, want to read that Tezuki quote? Because I thought that was actually really good. I've got it pulled up if you don't. 
Okay, you, you read it because I don't have it pulled up right now. So uh, Han sent this to me in our Discord. It says, I have never consciously separated casual users and hardcore gamers when I design a game. For the past 20 years, I've always been trying to make games so that anyone, as many people as possible, can enjoy them. I cannot help but say that I love my job of making games from the bottom of my heart. And that is Takashi Tezuka. And that, to me, like, man, if every if everybody who made games and everyone who played games could just take that concept and kind of you know think about that every time they go to say anything stupid on the internet like it would be a way 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 better place because that's i mean that's really it is we all want to play games and we want to love them um and anything past that is just stupid so that's what cliff says all right thank you guys for uh for doing this call thanks for reminding us that uh that anniversary was coming up it got 8-bit back we'll have to do this more often because 8-bit is Super, super fun. We we actually kind of had this fun idea where we would just deep dive into every arcade game that Hanzo owns, which would keep us busy for, I don't know, 30 or 40 episodes probably. 30 or 40 episodes. Yeah. It'd be, actually, that'd be a lot of fun. And I could, I, it, I've said it before, every game in my collection is here for a reason, whether it's nostalgia, but I can tell you why and where I played that game the first time and why I love it. And it would be fun to go through that rabbit hole. I agree. So maybe that's what 8-Bit will become. It's, I'm excited about it. All I right. like that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game in the background. Yeah, tell us about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game in the background there, Hans. Well, unfortunately, that's one of the arcade one-up machines, but that's one of the newer <laughs> ones that's really decent. Um, I have that as an arcade one-up machines because the Turtles game itself got really popular in the barcade explosion, and that game is now two or three thousand dollars. Dang. Um, if you can find a, the full-size one. Um, I have an X-Men, and I'm very lucky to have that. They're, they're on the same platform. I could put yeah. a Turtles game in that, and it would play just the same. Um, but when I saw this at Walmart for cheap, I thought it would be worth picking up. And it has Turtles in Time in it as well, which is super rare. Um, in the I, I really want the Simpsons one. Yeah. I I actually had a Simpsons board in my X Men for a while, and then um, I actually gave it to a gentleman in trade for fixing three X Men boards for me. So. Oh wow, yeah, worth it! I uh, I think that that Turtles game is one of the very few arcade games that I've beaten more than once. Um, well, so that's the trick, right? And I think we've talked about this. The uh, those the the Konami Konami, however you want to say yeah. it, those side scroll beat 'em ups, Turtles, Simpsons. X-Men, uh, Sunset Raiders, Cowboys from Umesa. Yeah. They are literally 20-minute games if you have free play. If you got enough quarters, you can do anything. Yeah. It's good they, stuff. They they are. And X-Men is the worst of them because to use superpowers, it takes your life away from you. <laughs> it's a bastard of a game. Oh, good stuff. All right. Well, that that's what uh, that's what 8-Bit will become. I'm excited. It'll be like that, but just longer. So, uh, Yay. Listen to old guys ramble. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what podcasting is, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Yes. It'll be good. All Old right. white guys, Ram. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't hurt. Uh, we are Bald. Bite Me Pod. <laughs> Bald white guy. Man, you know, looking at that, maybe have you thought about growing a goatee, Hans? Because it would really even I, out this uh, <laughs> this little trio here. Might I suggest a beard? I'm going to tell you that um, my 15-year-old son can grow a better beard than I can. <laughs> goatee, so <laughs> I'll have him guest on the podcast. Oddly enough, so so Hans is looking at us, but you aren't. So I'm just going to, have to describe. Colby has a delightful bushy beard, like it is really thick and full and just gorgeous. And I have a kind of a half-assed goatee, and it's as good as it gets. Like I, the cheek parts just just don't grow. So yeah, whatever. The genetics are weird, man. Anyway, 
Finally, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com slash BiteMePodcast. You can join our Patreon by going to Patreon.com slash BiteMePodcast. You can come hang out with us in Discord and we'll talk about weird stuff. Like a lot of it. Super weird there. Uh, go to bitemepodcast.com slash discord to join on those shenanigans. Uh, and you can join or support our Extra Life team at bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Now, we practiced this last time, so I'm hoping, hoping that Hans can nail this this time. Bite me. Ah, perfect. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.